Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we do a new character every week. This week, we are doing Doc Ock, Sinister Scientist, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. I'm Steven. And uh, Brandon may join us later. It depends on if he can get uh, get home soon enough, but uh, it is it is nice to talk to you guys. How have you two been doing? How have you been doing there, Brad? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. All right, how are you doing, Stephen? I'm doing excellent. Uh, told you just about everything that was happening on the precast, so here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I just got back from uh, being a nerd at the Ohio Renaissance Fair, where myself and my significant other had a ton of fun. Highly recommend if you are a nerd who likes to dress up and uh watch people joust it was uh, it was a... oh, oh sorry go ahead oh go... no you go ahead you go ahead wait i was gonna say it's near waynesville ohio near the dayton area in case people are interested yeah and uh they have a whole it's a it's a dedicated area that is i think it's it, they don't run year round but it is built specifically to be a ren fair area and yeah it's it's not chintzy like the other ren fairs people go to in other states right yeah it's a ton of fun everyone should go uh but let's let instead of talking about how i'm a nerd in this way let's talk about how we're all nerds in a different way with marvel crisis protocol uh i think I don't think there's any news that we have to discuss. That nothing has come out since our last record. Uh, I should state that there will we will be dry next week. We'll have no uh, no podcast next week uh, because our the person who does our tech, Brad, uh, will be away at Second Wind. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Well, break a leg out there, Brad. I hope you I wish you luck. Go go beat some face in Chicago. If the I current, hope he doesn't break a leg. If the current <laughs> pattern holds, I'll win it. <laughs> oh, oh, don't go in with that attitude. That's the That's current begging pattern. for You yeah. have just failed. <laughs> well, speaking of the current pattern, uh, let's talk about games that we've played recently. Brad, I know that you've played some games recently that you want to discuss. Yes, I did. So, yeah, uh, Thursday I played some A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, that's not really important. But yesterday I went to a tournament for A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh so maybe it was important. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went. Uh, it's not the shop I normally play at. Uh, from our shop, there was uh, Buck who works there. Uh, our friend Borka and me, and then there were three players, three other players who showed up for the three-round tournament. Uh, normally, apparently, they have a bunch more people, but. No one could make it this time. So uh, I played three rounds of Song of Ice and Fire and tabled my opponent every round and won the tournament. Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> well, uh, what faction were you playing? I was playing Greyjoys. My first game was against Baratheons. My second game was against Lannisters. Now, he, he was a new player who only had the starter box and one extra unit. So I've played against all that stuff before and knew what to expect. In the third round, I played Borka. This is uh, a good game, but I don't know. I just I had enough recursion, and he had a couple bad rolls at the right time uh, that I was able to win it. Well, congratulations. Was Borka playing uh, Boltons? Oh, no, I know he's, he's been swapping. He was also playing Lance. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So you beat uh, two Lannisters in yeah. this three-round tournament. Yeah. I guess that's pretty common for that game because Lannister is one of the two factions in the starter box. The two-player starter box, yeah. Everyone, the two-player starter yeah, yeah. Every faction has its own starter, but the two-player is uh, Lannisters versus Starks. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that I couldn't make it, but... Uh, I, was, I think you have more fun, Fred. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> we were also Ren Faring, just in a different way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I'm in a very. I won some knights. I now have hedge knights, so they can go jousting. <laughs> well, con- I- I'm I'm happy you won. Congratulations. Uh, uh, were, was anyone there playing Stark? Like, did you not no, not nobody play? Nobody was playing Stark. The ones I didn't play were playing uh, Baratheons, Targaryens. Oh, and I didn't play myself. So Baratheons and Targaryens were the other two players. So- so there were two Baratheons and two Lannisters? Yes, and the first round, the Lannister players played each other, and the last round, the Baratheon players played each other. Oh, boy. Yeah. I guess that it, this is a small, smallish tournament. Yeah. Well, uh, it sounds like fun. I'll join you eventually in another uh, another month. They're, they do plan on holding these monthly, and they're gonna try to set it on one particular weekend so i asked them not to do it the third weekend okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) wonder why (laughs) so i look forward to going to more it was fun okay then uh steven do you have any games that you've played recently (laughs) that you want to discuss yeah on thursday i played one game against robbie and he was trying out his winter guard again. So um, I decided to go with my mystic cabal uh, just to, you know, do something different and not so terrible and horrible like my uh, Midnight Suns. So, <laughs> but uh, we ended up playing on a 20 point scenario, uh, which was uh, Scoundrels and. Also, we were playing um, Legacy Lyris. So 20 or 19 was a choice, and we went with 20. Um, he was playing Red Guardian. 
uh, Dark Star and new uh, the Black Core. Uh, excuse me, Black Widow from the original core set. Right. And, and um, Crimson Dynamo, of course. And then he did Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah, as a five-point uh, splash. Uh, and I'm trying to remember what who his third character, uh, his last character was, and I'm kind of blanking out on it, to tell you the truth. Okay. But um, I ended up running original Red Skull, uh, Enchantress, Mr. Sinister, uh, uh, Bullseye. Oh, that, yeah, Bullseye, uh, Zemo, and Hood. To clarify, you mean the uh, original core box Zemo? Core box right. Zemo, three points Zemo, yeah. Three points yeah. Zemo. Yeah. You can't just say core box. Original. Yeah, you're right. I can't. I said. <laughs> you said oh, wow. original, Fred, but. I did say original core box. core box. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah we uh we we threw down a little bit and things things got fun but honestly to tell you the truth uh mr sinister and uh enchantress ruled this game because you know winter guard has that thing against pushes but i'm not pushing you i'm advancing you off points basically. right you get past their thing and mr sinister brought in arnim zola oh boy Wait, Arnim Zola? Yeah. Was that the only three that you still had in your roster? No. But... Why did you bring Arnim Zola? Because <laughs> he's actually really great with Red Skull. Okay. Yeah, because he gets extra power. He Arnim Zola needs lots of power. He's power hungry. Yeah, but attacking is what he wants to do. And you got that one gainer. It does damage. He gains uh, power. And then if he rolls a crit in it, that's three power right there. Yeah, true. Okay. So, go to town. Plus, he gives out rerolls to other people within range of him. Yeah, that's what he wants the power for. Yeah. And that's that's his shtick. And it's nice, but I've always found it just... He never has enough power to do it. But in a Red Skull 1 list, I guess that make, he could he could do that. Mm -hmm. And then um, the other thing about it was... Uh, of course, Mr. Sinister and Enchantress have beams, which is really good in Red Skull. Um, Hood has a rapid fire, which is really good in Red Skull. So, you know, yeah. it's just, it, it was a close tight game. I mean, it wasn't wasn't without its, you know, moments where it's like, oh, geez, am I going to win? But um, in the end, um, you know, the bad guys prevailed. So. Uh, okay, so uh, Robbie brought Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> what, what was what was going on there? He likes the character. He's okay, trying okay. to make these characters work in Winter Guard. And I give him credit for it. I mean, but um, I just, even with their uh, updates, I just don't think they have enough yet to do what they need to do. Is what you mean Winter Guard as as a as a as a whole, or the the character Amazing Spider Man? with winter, the... winter guard as a whole okay, okay. yeah you, you don't run winter guard and say oh this character is fantastic in this affiliation right mm -hmm. it's it's not something that you would 
need to say. It's he he's doing his due diligence and he's putting in his reps because this is about the time I remember when I was trying to make Defenders and then Midnight Suns came along and make Defenders and Midnight Suns work before Immortal Hulk showed up on the scene. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's that same thing. Okay. Defenders did not have a bad roster. It's just that their leader hampered them at that point in time, which was Doctor Strange. We didn't have the Daredevil. Right. Okay. Midnight Suns. Blade, not quite as good as Doctor Strange, in my opinion, okay, but his leadership was fantastic, whereas Doctor Strange had the opposite problem. His leader was situational, right? So, yeah. Um, but combining those two to, to make something work, it just wasn't quite there. And then Immortal Hulk came along, and then Daredevil came along, and everything's good now. Right. Well, I, I agree. Uh, the... How, how, let, I, I want it. I want the Winter Guard to work as a faction because I mm -hmm. want. I want all the factions to ha be at least viable. And how does Robbie? And how do you feel about uh, the addition of like two point Black Widow into that roster? Whether or not it makes them a more viable faction or not. Well, two point Black Widow was going to be one of the twos you put in there anyway. And she's a good choice already... for Yeah, she's a good choice for the tears. So yeah, it was yeah. It was either her, Wong, or uh, Bullseye, right? Or Toad. I mean, take your choice. But now that she's an affiliated too, she's gonna be the automatic choice, is what Oh I'm yeah. Oh a hundred percent. I I think she makes the table in almost every game that the Winter Guard play from now on. Right. It's the other characters that got added to Winter Guard that are a little bit suspect because Omega, Omega Red. Red, yeah. He is another short mover with a medium base, and they already had two of those in Crimson yeah. Dynamo and Ursa Major. And Crimson Dynamo has his, like, he can jump. He can go, uh, uh, oh, I forget the distance, but he can be range placed, two. right? Range two? Yeah, okay. range two. But, it, I mean, but you're, you're, you're draining your power, right? So, I yeah. mean... It's just one of those things that I don't think Omega Red was a, a good pick, per se. Um, right. I agree. Uh, I think I think that Crimson Dynamo already does what Omega Red does better. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I'm surprised since they went with Russian people, because Brad, correct me if I'm wrong, has Omega Red worked with Winter Guard? Or no? uh, I think in a story, he worked with them, but he wasn't on the team. Right. But if they're going to make a Russian faction, right, and call it Winter Guard, I don't understand why they didn't put Colossus and Magic in there, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. To kind of flesh it out. Now, I know canonically in the comics that might be wrong. Okay. But you're right. They never work together. It's only as wrong as Omega Red is. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, they can take orders because, you know, they all speak Russian, right? So, um, <laughs> Uh, Bucky, obviously, you know, but he was a rogue agent anyway, right? Yeah, so, he was already in well, there. It's <laughs> like, the new Bucky, though, right? No, it's the old one. No, it's is the, it old, the one. old one. Oh, that's better than I thought. For some reason, <laughs> I thought it was the new Bucky. No, it's the old one. So, 
Is that right? Well, on, they also is that right on Cerebro, by the way. Oh, uh, let me check. <laughs> I I haven't looked, but I'll I'll check real quick. But uh, I I just feel like I don't know. Uh, the old one is not currently listed as a member of the Winter Guard, and the new one is okay. on Cerebro. Well, let me check this out. Yeah, let's double check because we may be wrong. <laughs> I I was under the impression it might be. I was under the impression that it was the old one. This is a problem with uh, the name because the difference is Winter Soldier and Winter Soldier, comma, operative. And those are not far enough apart (laughs) to be. All right, I got it right here. So Winter Soldier Operative is the correct one, yes. That's okay. Correct. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. I was incorrect. So was I. Yeah, I all right. Well, then that makes more sense than the original Winter Soldier because yeah, the did, original Winter Soldier was already in there. Yeah, and they didn't add an old model. They just mm-hmm. added the new one, which they do all the time. Right. right. But they did it while uh, while also adding two old models. Yeah, yeah. Wow, they needed. Well, it's models. it's kind of sad that you can't. Yeah, use they Soul did. Dot, Soul dot activated with that Winter Guard. So. Oh no, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, because so... it would be amazing. Because <laughs> that card <laughs> is great. But you know, it's just the the one thing Winter Guard does really really well is they counter Hydra really really well okay is that their is that what they do at the beginning of the turn they remove the condition oh yeah they do they absolutely do counter hydra mm-hmm. so yeah. and well, then they, they have they a chance the hydra, not to be pushed they counter the bad hydra leader <laughs> True. i mean hydra True. does a lot of uh of condition play though not just with baron strucker any faction that puts a condition on you, they they counter pretty. So yeah, and that's Strucker's Hydra and Strange uh, Defenders and Amazing Spider-Man Web Warriors, if I'm correct. Well, uh, it sounds like a fun game, uh, and I applaud Robbie for playing characters that he likes instead of just play characters that go great together well what's going to happen is he's going to play this for a year and a half two years and then something's going to come out that's winter guard specific and he's already going to have practice with this roster and, and he'll and it'll be real nice he'll be things real will, things will be good you know yeah. just like i i was with defenders midnight suns before all the changes that came out so. in, right before they made them better <laughs> in two different games i was consistently playing something bad until it got good and then i was really good with it exactly X- exactly yeah. so. it happened with x-men and mcp and it happened with cooks and guild ball yeah it did <laughs> yeah it did for 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 all of it do you it do you I, mean I, butchers do you mean no butchers? i mean cooks butchers were fine okay when cooks originally came out they were terrible but I kept playing them, and then they, in the next errata, they got changed and were good. And I, I must have only played them when after they were that errata. Yeah, yeah, because I don't remember them ever being bad. Yeah, they were bad when they came out. Okay. Yeah, but it's one of those things that 
you know, there's going to be another passive character updates at some point in the future. We know this. So I expect Dark Star and uh, Person Major to get touched a little bit, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think they probably both needed a little, just a smidge. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all so, they do. Anyway. They do smidges. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. Like, they, they did a smidge for Wolverine, and Wolverine is now completely playable. I, yep. I I forget what they did to Wolverine. Oh, the big I've thing not is, thought about it since we talked about it. The big thing is well, they made health his, on this injured side. Yeah, and they made his charge one cheaper. That's the big one. Okay. All it right. went from well, the worst charge in the game to the best charge in the game. <laughs> okay. Are you gonna play Wolverine? Have you put him in any of your X Men rosters? Yes. Okay, well, never mind. I, 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 he is fixed then. <laughs> but don't don't go for the trap. What's the trap? What is the trap? Basketball special. I don't think that's a trap anymore. I can play around it all day. It's no big deal. Listen, this is a character with multiple traps, and I don't think that's the worst one. <laughs> I think that the there's a card. Playing him with Gene Gray is the is the trap. And playing Gene, yeah, yeah, the card. Well, Gene. I just say, I just say it's a trap because you have to bring another character to do that tactic card when you can just do Weapon X program. Oh, you take both, Stephen. You take both. Yeah, but still, I mean. And then you use someone like Beast to throw a bunch of cars around until they finally use Brace, and then you just destroy them with the other two cards. <laughs> oh well anyway we're speculating a lot here so yeah all right well uh, let's move on uh is there anything else that we need to cover before we do the guy that we're here to do today i don't think oh, there is. oh I is there one, i have one thing for you guys and it oh yes you do does, does with spider foes okay so we know that spider foes has a box coming out right um yes that has Sandman. Um, Vulture, Electro, and Shocker. So that's all good. That's all great. I love it. However, in this affiliation box, considering what we have seen previously, what does every four-pack affiliation box have in common? A leader. Correct. So who's the leader in Spider-Fo? In that set, uh -huh. oh, Vulture. Uh, I was gonna say Electro. It's. Vulture. Do you think it's Vulture? I'm, I'm predicting Do Vulture also. Okay. Do we know we that it? No, it's. But based on the comics, he's the only one of them that is a leader. Oh, okay. Like he's led so, groups of villains before. But that's what I'm predicting that he will be a leader for the Spider Foes. I mean that would be fun. That's a a third leader for the spider foes, right? Right. I so, I Fred's I think that would counting. be uh, uh, Hey, so if you've only ever listened to this podcast, you wouldn't know that. Right? Cuz we <laughs> haven't covered the second leader. He's the person that we're here to cover today, actually. Correct. 
Well, it's, Be- it's just one of those things, right? So. Yes. Speaking of, oh, it, was that the end of your segment? I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, no. That's that's fine. I'm just, like I said, it's it's vulture. Just it's vulture. It's got to be a vulture. Speaking of the second leader for the spider foes, we are here to cover today Doc Ock, the sinister scientist, otherwise known as Otto Octavius. Uh, he has a defensive pool of four physical, four energy, and three mystic. He has six stamina on both sides of his card. Uh, he is threat four, size two, and he moves medium. Uh, hey, Brad, why don't you cover his attacks? Okay. Uh, I just, before I go over these attacks, I, I knew Fred was going to have me do the attacks. Because if you've been paying attention, Fred always picks me for the attacks. So the first attack I... is physical, striking tentacles, rage three, five dice, zero cost. Uh... He gains power equal to damage dealt, and it has wild flurry of arms, and that makes each wild count as two successes. His second attack is an energy attack called Arm Lasers 2.0. It's a beam four, four dice, zero cost, and it has wild incinerate. And his last attack is a physical attack, scientific breakthrough, range three, seven dice, cost four. If it deals damage after the attack is resolved, the target character gains bleed, poison, and shock. All right. I'd like to I'd like to cut in real quick just to say I do always pick you first because attacks are always first on the card and I tend to go uh in the order of the people in the call. <laughs> so, uh if you would like me to switch that up, I may. No, I can. It's fine, Fred. I just am very aware that I'm. I need to be ready to read the attacks because that's what <laughs> I'm going to do. I mean, you're correct. Well, Stephen, uh, yes. do you want to finish out the card? <laughs> sure. So, Doc Ock, Sinister Scientist, is a leader. Leadership ability is Sinister Six Affiliation Spider Folks. Once per turn. After an attack targeting an ally character is resolved, if that character is not dazed, it gains one power. Additionally, once per turn, when an ally character suffers damage from an enemy attack, after the attack is resolved, it may remove one of the following following special conditions from itself. Shock, slow, or incinerate. We have his first superpower, which is an active superpower. This is Ox Grasp, costs you three power. Choose an interactive terrain feature or enemy character, both size three or less, and within three, and throw it short. This superpower can be used only once per turn. He also has an innate power called Scientific Hubris. When this character rolls dice, after the effect is resolved, if the roll contained one or more crit results, this character will gain one power. And last but not least, he has the innate superpower of Wall Crawler. Uh, And I believe that on this card... Every single thing is the exact same on the front and the back. I I do not think there is any difference. Uh, not that I can see, at least. No uh, health. No, the health is the oh, same. Health it's is six, six and six. Okay. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, um, I, I think that uh, one of us has actually played this person on the table, and that would be Steven. 
uh, Stephen, what are what are your thoughts on this guy? What are oh. what's, what's your takeaway here? Uh, Goblin is going to be a sad person. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Goblin is going to be a sad person. I think um, it's situational, uh, matchup dependent. Like I would take Goblin on like um, scoundrels, right? Uh, because you get cover, and Goblin has a chance to eliminate that cover by making them re-roll that cover roll. So, but other than that, I can't foresee any situation where I would take uh, take Goblin um, over this this leadership o- over this Starcock. Yeah, I mean, Plus, yeah, <laughs> uh, that that size three throw terrain or person from range three that's money that's just money mm-hmm. oh yeah i mean you know i my my starting three in affiliation would be lizard doc ock <laughs> rhino and venom okay and you'd just be the chuck boys just throwing stuff all over the place i mean because the thing is lizard has trouble gaining power on his own right but he's great at taking punches. <laughs> exactly. So he's going to get the extra power. Rhino gets extra power anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And then, then Venom is going to be like cackling with glee when that happens. So Oh I mean, yeah. So I mean that's you know that's fifteen point core right there. And it they're all good. So you, the problem is you can't play Venom with Doc Ock. Because he was never in the Sinister Six. <laughs> now you're going to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, all right. I want to talk about this affiliation before we move away. I think this affiliation rules. I think it's great. Well, like, I think all, it's. All power gaining uh, leaderships have been proven to be both good and popular because they're. Yeah. They're popular because they're good, but. So gaining gaining oh, power is good, very good. You even gain the power if you don't take damage. That's the whole thing. Yeah, uh, I I gotta say it, you're right. Yeah. Okay. That you. Do All right. I want to talk about the second effect. I want to talk about the second okay. effect here. Removing a, 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 a one of the conditions: shock, slow, or incinerate. One. Uh, Two of those are two of the worst conditions to have. Like having shock or incinerate is always rough. And being able to just toss it whenever you get damaged is such a nice little benefit. But slow, uh, this is to turn off all webbed up. Because that's one of the strategies for web warriors, right? Is they all webbed up a bunch of people and then... Uh, they all go in on someone and beat them to death. Well, with the first punch, suddenly you are no longer slowed. Mm-hmm. I I think that's really solid. I think this I, I and it doesn't cost you anything. All it costs you is you have to take damage, and then you Correct. will gain extra power. I, I really like this affiliation. Yeah, it's it's. I think a lot of people are going to sleep on it. Out of the out of the new uh, 
core box uh, because they're going to be fascinated by the other leaderships, maybe not Zemos, but you know what I mean. Right. And, this is the least flashy of the new leaderships, I think. Correct. It's but it's the also best one. It's probably the best one. <laughs> it's nothing that will make people who weren't already already had the disposition to play spider foes play them i don't think i don't think it's that good but anyone mm -hmm. who wanted to play spider foes is now very very happy yeah, oh, yeah i think that i think what it does is it is it plays into the way that many of the spider foes like to play which is soaking hits and surviving being big beefy boys and and it benefits you when that happens when fred, you take it when you play do you like the big beefy boys i love my big oh. beefy boys because okay. <laughs> i know you play them some i did uh, and i and will go you back you haven't to played them. them recently you think you're gonna go I have back not. and play some big beefy boys yes absolutely are um, you say is there a trap that i'm walking no. into I'm just asking. No, it's not. It's not sinister or anything. <laughs> it, he has the flurry of arms, uh, special wild trigger on his striking tentacles, which the the old one did. But this uh, this Doctor Ock is hitting with five dice instead of four. I think the old one was four. Yes, that is correct. I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, and uh, which is better. And more likely to get that wild. Um, Arm lasers 2.0. Uh, it's a beam four, which is good, yeah. and it can do wild incinerate. It's it's otherwise, I I mean any beam attack has value, especially an energy one. So, and then scientific breakthrough, it's a little steep at four cost. But you can you put bleed poison and shock, three really, uh, really bad conditions to have on, and mm -hmm. just by doing damage, you don't have to get a trigger or anything. It just happens if you hurt them. Yep. There's there's nothing on this card that's bad, I think. No, um, I, I'm kind of sad he lost it. I, I'm kind of glad he got his energy defense, but his mystic went down again. So I mean, six of one, half dozen another. So yeah, that's true. It, it, I mean, a mystic defense of three though is pretty standard. Like that's not a bad defense. Right, right. But it's not a good defense. But but this also gives you the contention point of, well. Um, Maybe I run Goblin into Convocation because when he gets flipped, he's got a five defense. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, just, all right. Just so, saying. Uh, you've played this guy on the table. Who do mm -hmm. you think does more work on the table, Dr. Ock or, or Green Goblin? Um, all depends on scenario again. Uh, Doc Ock felt very static. Which is the wanted... opposite of what Green Goblin is. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, Doc Ock liked to stand at a point and control that point where he was at um, by throwing people away, uh, attacking them from range three. But Goblin has that hit and run, you know, so that's pretty valuable. 
Absolutely. Getting too attacked off. So I'm not, I'm not throwing goblin in the trash. I'm not trying to say that. Right. But operationally, I think this leadership is more conducive to the spider foes and putting goblin in Doc Ock's leadership is totally viable. I, I was about to say, I think that goblin works better under his, under Doc Ock's leadership than he does under his own. Because mm-hmm. Goblin's pretty power starved, and having that extra power would help him quite a bit. The well, downside, I don't know if he's power starved, the downside to playing this Doc Ock and Green Goblin together is you can't play their team up card. Right, that, uh, is, that is an important very, piece. Very, very good. Yeah, the uh, well laid plans. Uh, so good it has a podcast named after it does it um i mean maybe (laughs) but uh uh that it's it is no longer playable with this doc ock with this dr otto octavius because bring just bring both doc ocks in your roster and play them (laughs) how you need them that seems I, i don't know i don't know that might be a good idea that seems fine to me. I don't. Yeah, because you'll have the space. Because uh, there are a lot of uh, spider foes that you're not going to bring. <laughs> there are a couple. Oh, please bring them all. <laughs> you can't now, can you? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. are there more than ten? No, there's nine originally. This will make the tenth one. This okay. is the tenth one. Okay. For currently now, when that new box comes out, yes, yeah, now you'll have you to start making choices. But for the current iteration, which is probably the next four months or so, uh, yeah, go go hog wild. <laughs> there, okay, there is one spider foe that I think would much rather be under the Green Goblin's leadership than this one, uh, and that is Craven. I think Craven doesn't get a whole lot out of this one. Oh, see, I thought Carnage was who you were going to say. Uh, yeah, because Carnage... Carnage can't really take a hit. He needs the alpha strike. I mean, Car- yeah. Carnage has five physical defense and seven health. I mean, if he takes a physical hit, then he can sure. definitely do that. If he's yeah. up against people who are physical... Yeah, if you want if you want to scare people, uh, play Carnage into Weapon X. They're not too happy about that. No, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's like, I agree with him. Domino, I can't, I can't yeah. argue. you got Domino. Oh, Domino has incendiary grenades. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but somebody else is going to take care of her. Uh, she's kind of <laughs> hard to take care of, but. Okay. No, 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 but I, I'm saying you you would not put Carnage up against her is what I'm saying. So, yeah. anyway. Well, we have to talk about the tactics card that is for this Doctor, this Otto Octavius, I should say, because this would actually work for both autos. Um, it is called This Is Our Day. It is an unaffiliated reactive card. Uh, and during the power phase, if you have fewer victory points than your opponent, an allied Otto Octavius may play this card. This round, each time an allied character would drop an objective token, you may place it instead of your opponent, and you may place it within range 3 instead of the normal range 2. 
Additionally, each time an allied non-grunt character would be dazed or KO'd this round, each enemy character within range two of it suffers one damage. Do you know when the perfect time to play this card is, Brad? Tell me. Tell me. Right before you play well-laid plans. I mean, (laughs) you're absolutely correct. This card goes great with the previous Dr. Octopus. But also, this card is fantastic. I think this card is great. The one thing I don't like about it is that if you're behind in points. Oh, yeah, there is a stipulation. Yeah, if you have fewer VPs than your opponent. And, and you cannot play this card if, you have, if you're winning the game. That is a good point. Well, that's probably good. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I got it. This is a good card. This card is very good. It lets you place the the uh, the things, the objective tokens instead of your opponent, which is a great effect. And you get to place it at three instead of two. So you just make it so your opponent will not get any of your objective tokens this round. It's a good card for helping you stay in a game and not letting your opponent run away with it. Right. Right. Exactly. It's kind of the opposite of well-laid plans in a way. I got, and I like it. I got to say, oh, okay. Uh, is there anything, uh, have we talked enough about this guy? Is there anything else that you two want to discuss involving Dr. Octopus? Uh, get him out on the table. Play him. <laughs> yeah, He's good. right. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I think that it is time to give this guy a letter grade and I'm thinking about the last time I did a Dr. Octopus where I gave him a uh, way too high of a grade than he deserved because it was my first episode. Uh, it was, but you I were also, the guest on that episode, Fred. I was the guest on that episode. That is true. Wait, uh, wait, wait. You were the guest on Doc Ock? I was, I was the guest. Ho- I was not host. My- I was just a guy. My first was with you guys was Rhino, which I was that, a guest. That's right. So is are are all the guests Spider Foes associated? <laughs> We've had guests that were not for Spider Foes episodes, but but yeah, they but they didn't. St- they, they didn't, didn't stick, stick around. around. You're right. <laughs> it's the Spider Foes. They bring in the people. Well, uh, I'm going to give this guy an A- minus because I like this card. I like everything on this card, and I like this affiliation bonus. I think he's good. Uh, what are you going to give him, Steven? What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm right with you. A-. minus, Definitely. A-. I, think this, I think this leadership is sneaky good. Yeah, I do too. Uh, what about you, Brad? What are you going to give this Doc, uh, Doc Ock Sinister Scientist? Well, I reserve A for models that I think are going to get splashed, and that's becoming rarer and rarer, so I might have to rethink that. But I'm going to go with B+. Yeah, I, I I think that you are correct. This is not a model that's going to get splashed very much. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's anything on here that makes me, from another faction, say, I want this guy. Uh, but you would be wrong (laughs) i mean over other this guy's a four pointer 
I know, I know. There are better four pointers. There might be that like are splashable a list or whatever, but he's not all around good enough. No, yeah, I, I agree with. In that. fact, I, I don't think you're going to take him in faction unless he's your leader, because the other one does basically the same thing for a point less. I. I think you're right. I think you're right. But you will bring this one more often because this guy yeah. will more likely be your leader. Yes. Until yeah. we get Vulture. Then we'll see. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Then we'll see. Call our shot right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so that's a pretty good score. A minus, A minus, and a, and a B plus. That's... He's up the average. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I pray for your students, Brad. I do. <laughs> That's how I calculate their grades, too. <laughs> well, uh, Brad, do you have any comic books that, in, that feature Doc Ock, Sinister Scientist? Of course I do. Um, I've got two. I'm sure stories. there are not very many at all. I'm sure he doesn't exist anywhere. Oh yeah, he, he barely shows up. Um, I went back and listened to the old Doc Ock episode to see what my recommendations were. I was really sad that I actually did um, that I did uh, Superior Spider-Man because we'll probably get a Superior Spider-Man model, and now I can't talk about that as much but um mm. the first one i have for you guys today is spider-man versus doc ock year one it's by zeb wells care andrews jose villarubia dave sharp and chris ellie eliopolis quite a cast all right this yeah. is the origin of doc ock it starts with his childhood he didn't have a very good one and follows him through making the mechanical arms and trying to um bond with spider-man over being an enhanced person uh and then things go terribly wrong and then he starts to hate spider-man and also respect him hmm so that's the, I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Fred. I, I I think that this is one of the few characters that I I've seen from multiple perspectives. Like I've seen multiple takes uh, on Doc Ock, uh, and he's a very interesting bad guy. He is uh, and very interesting. The the ones that that hit the hardest are the ones where he's very um, relatable. And, like his and humanity and sympathetic yeah yeah yeah, yeah this it, is it, it this is one of those where you see the the life he led as a child and you feel bad for him and then you see his first interaction with spider-man and how he just wants to be his friend and the arms won't let him and attack spider-man oh boy and it, <laughs> it's a sad story that makes it easy bro yeah so, I mean that's that makes me want to read this one because that's a uh, yeah yeah uh, it goes really well with 
one of the recommendations from the last Doc Ock episode where Doc Ock goes and saves Peter's life from one of his clones trying to kill him. One of Doc Ock's clones no, or Peter Parker's, Peter Parker's clones? Parker's clones. Okay. All right. There was a dangling modifier there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> My second story is uh, Amazing Spider-Man Annual number one. This is the first Spider-Man annual. It's by Stan Lee, Steve Ditko, and Sam Rosen. And Dr. Octopus recruits some of Spider-Man's rogues gallery and uh, take on the moniker The Sinister Six. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Peter fights The Sinister Six for the first time. I wonder why I chose that story for today's episode. <laughs> this is a classic yeah. Spider-Man comic that everyone should read. Uh, almost everyone who loves Spider-Man will say to read the first, I think it's two years, like 24 or 25-ish issues, and then this annual, and, like, they nail Spider-Man right off the bat. Um, He's exactly the character everyone knows and loves from issue one. Okay. And so are the bad guys. That's one of the things that makes the Spider-Man stuff... Uh, so evergreen is that it doesn't it seems like they they came at it with the personality completely like set and it hasn't changed yeah for a lot of the characters in not just for spider-man yeah i mean gwen stacy changes a bunch but that's mostly i mean yeah you're right mostly her neck why why what changes about her neck? Just it gets longer? It, it breaks, Fred, and she dies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm an idiot. I'm Fred an idiot. You don't know comics and you don't know sports. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> he definitely doesn't know oh. sports. I can attest I do not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, we don't have Brandon on the pod today uh, to ask about what faction this person would particularly shine in. Me, 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 uh, me. Steven, do you have something? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> what you got, bud? Uh, all right. So, number one, he has a beam. So... Red Skull Cabal, the original Red Skull from the original core box. Uh, Sweet incinerates with getting power for for costing zero when you don't usually get power on this. To me, that's pretty good. And it's a beam four. So you can get a lot of people under that. Okay. that I see that. Um, he fits into your beam strategy with, with original Red Skull. Correct, yes. And, um, you know, he's, and he's got a lot of utility to go along with it too. So, um, but my dark horse pick is actually in dark, uh, Dr. Strange defenders. Okay. Okay. If you get the scientific breakthrough, okay. For four power, you spend another power for five power. 
If it deals damage, that's a bleed, poison, shock, and hex. Ooh. <laughs> that's a pile of conditions to put on your opponent. And trust me, no nobody likes a shock hex because I did it with Hawkeye all the time. Then you play Kick and Wilder Down. Correct. <laughs> yep. And you kill the Hulk. Right. <laughs> Oh man, this is built for kick them while you're down, while they're down. Yeah. This character. Oh wow. Yeah, it's the. Yeah, and with Goblin throwing out incinerates, that might be another good thing, right? Yeah. So. Oh my goodness, it's... you're right. Yeah. So, a couple of dark horse, dark horse picks. One because he's really good utility with Red Skull and. With Doctor Strange just throwing that hex out, even the hex on the incinerates, right? Because you you do it for the attack, not the next attack, for the next attack action, not the next attack, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that beam becomes whatever you want, okay? And if it does uh, the wild, it'll put incinerate, and if it does damage, it'll put hex. So bad day. Oof. Oof. Nice. 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 Okay, well, I th- I think the only thing that's left is for my non-sequitur recommendation. So, it's spooky season, so I'm doing movies that are either thrill movies or, or video games that are either thrillers or horror. And I'm going to do a a movie from 2007 uh by one David Fincher that is also about a megalomaniacal bad guy who's threatening a city. Uh, and that is the film Zodiac. Uh, this is this is not David Fincher's most famous movie. You know, I mean, this is a guy who made Seven or Fight Club. Uh, but this is probably my favorite. Uh, it, it's, it's very much a, more about the investigation and the and the process of investigating who this this criminal is who this madman is that's a threat to everyone in in san francisco and it really creates this this sense of tension and and uh and overall threat that is one of my favorite it makes it one of my favorite of his movies even though it's it's definitely not his most famous uh so if you have the time, because I believe that it is almost a three-hour-long movie, uh, go watch Zodiac, and you will have a good time. And that is it for our podcast today. Uh, clearly, we're pretty up on Doc Ock, Sinister Scientist, and I think that everyone should go out and play him because he looks great. He looks like he's going to be really solid on the table. Yeah, he's so, been working out, you know, lifting size three now instead of size two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go out there and play with Doc Ock and have some fun. Goodbye, everybody.